Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Thursday, October 14th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. South Carolina band Ranky Tanky puts a modern spin on some old music from the Gullah culture of black Americans in the Southeast. When you actually hear jazz, when you hear blues, when you hear Motown, you hear that legacy of this music. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin talks with Ranky Tanky drummer Quentin Baxter about making new music rooted in rich traditions. New rules further regulating family planning providers in Missouri are now in effect. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, Planned Parenthood, the state's only abortion provider, believes it is being targeted and is asking for federal intervention. The new rules issued by the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services require state inspectors to report violations by medical providers to the state's Medicaid auditors, which could lead to the denial of Medicaid funds. These rules align with recommendations given in September by Missouri Senate Committee focusing on Missouri's Medicaid program and, quote, the protection of unborn life. Yamelsi Rodriguez, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri, called for federal intervention. We call today on the Biden administration to protect every qualified Medicaid provider, including Planned Parenthood. Though the new rules broadly apply to any family planning providers in the state, Planned Parenthood's clinic in St. Louis is currently the only abortion clinic. I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Attorneys for a Missouri man convicted at age 14 of killing his mother want the Missouri Supreme Court to free him after more than 20 years in prison. Lawyers for Michael Polite filed that petition yesterday. They cite disproven evidence, a faulty investigation, and a flawed trial defense. Rita Polite was burned to death inside her mobile home in Hopewell in 1998. Michael Polite was convicted of second-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison after being tried as an adult. He is housed at the Jefferson City Correctional Center. A person who served on the jury that convicted Polite will be interviewed today on St. Louis on the Air. The new Corrections Commissioner for St. Louis wants to retain officers and improve security at the City Justice Center. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, Jennifer Clemens Abdullah starts work after a series of security problems at the downtown jail. St. Louis Mayor Deshara Jones appointed Jennifer Clemens Abdullah in August to oversee the Corrections Department. Clemens Abdullah will have to address complaints from detainees over conditions at the downtown jail and ensure that guards are prepared to handle any disturbances. In recent months, detainees have staged several uprisings and damage locks to the jail. Jail officials have said they don't have enough corrections officers to fully staff the facility. Clemens Abdullah says she wants to recruit more officers and focus on officer retention and safety. We want to make sure that the detainees and the staff are all being cared for in a way that is in the long run at a payoff. Public safety officials are working on repairing locks damaged during the recent uprisings. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Four National Football League team owners are being fined and threatened with contempt for not providing financial records in the upcoming trial of the Rams' move from St. Louis to Los Angeles. The Post-Dispatch reports the owners of the Kansas City Chiefs, New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, and New England Patriots have been fined a total of $24,000. They also have to pay another $25,000 in legal fees. The judge ordered those fines after issuing a warning last month 
once the owners missed a late September deadline. St. Louis is suing the Rams and the NFL over the relocation, saying the city was misled. It also says the move cost the city millions in lost tax revenue. Another hearing is scheduled for December 3rd. The trial is set for January. There's a lot of history behind the music of South Carolina-based band Ranky Tanky. Their sound is rooted in the Gullah culture of the Southeast U.S., descendants of enslaved people whose African rhythms laid the foundation for devotional music for work and play. Ranky Tanky plays the Sheldon on Friday in a performance with Don Flemons, co-founder of the Carolina Chocolate Drops. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked Ranky Tanky drummer Quentin Baxter how his upbringing in the Black Church of Charleston influences his music. All of the rhythms I'm playing um, essentially throughout the shows are, are rhythms that either I learned from my parents or ones that we've adapted based on how someone praised or danced in the church. So I have rhythms that are steeped in the tradition based on how someone stomped on the floor when they were shouting in church. The substratum of gala rhythm is called, it's also known as the stick rhythm, where you had a mother or a deacon of the church and they had this big stick and they just knocked on the floor. Do, 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 do. You know, that rhythm is the driving force behind all of it. All of the arrangements come from actually starting as authentic as we can get and see how far we can push it. You know, and, and it still allows other, other elements to come in. We do have a lot of songs that we've written as a band, um, not just the arrangements of older tunes. Sure. The sentiment of the songs, um, the message in the songs uh, resonate with the community. You know, we're not, we're not really trying to get out there and, and just, we have a license to do whatever we want. Um, we have a license to continue to respect the culture, <laughs> you know? Mm. I think a lot of the reason people who are not of the Gullah culture are exposed to this music is from the extraordinary efforts of Bessie Jones and the Georgia Sea Island Singers, who recorded a lot of this material more than 50 years ago. Well, you're exposed to the word gullah because of that, but you're exposed to the sentiment and the rhythms because this music, this style of playing, this rhythmic driving force has been the informant of just about every different style of American music. When you actually hear jazz, when you hear blues, when you hear Motown, you hear that legacy of this music. When I listen to your adaptation of You Better Mind, for instance... What you and Charlton Singleton, the trumpeter, are doing, you're putting a lot of New Orleans into that, right? Well, if you that's because you probably heard New Orleans as an inflection from New Orleans first, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just hearing, hearing what you're doing on drums sounds like it would 
have a place in second line music. Absolutely. A lot in common. Sister cities, New Orleans and Charleston. But when you listen to, um, especially Zydeco, and you listen to those uh, driving rhythms, you're listening to uh, the Gullah culture as an informant. This Creole is the purest African assessment of colonial, you know, what it is. So there's not much French or Spanish influence in our in our trance. It all evolves, and I, I believe that what's important and really significant about this presentation with Frankie Tanky and Dom Flemons is you're going to get the stripped-down raw version from Dom Flemons of this very evolution of music that we're talking about. It's so important to know that music still has a direction, but it does come from somewhere. That was Quentin Baxter of the band Ranky Tanky speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.